NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move made around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you. And as promised, we have today's show focused on the Giants 2021 schedule. It was released on Wednesday, and I have it in front of me. I have my notes. I have reactions. I have... Just about everything you could possibly want to know about this schedule, short of what the actual outcome is going to be. So we're going to get into all of that today, and uh, we're going to kick it off with a segment on the uh, the breakdown of the schedule. Now, uh, my initial um, impression of the schedule is I like it. I really do. You know, I don't say this very often when the schedule comes out for the Giants because there's usually one or two things on it that I don't like about it, whether it be how the road games are structured, whether it be how the prime game, primetime games are structured or whatnot. But I like this Giants schedule. And some of the things I like about it, number one, no night games at home. And those of you who have listened to me in the past, you know I don't like night games. I don't like 4.30 night, 4.30 games. Um, I like 1 o'clock games. But the Giants don't have very many late games. They do start off this regular season with a 4.25 home game against the Denver Broncos, which I'll talk about a little bit more in just a bit. They have a, a Thursday night game at Washington. Um, they, and then they have a, a 4.25 game at Dallas in week five and and uh, two Monday night games, one at Kansas City week eight and the other at Tampa Bay at uh, in week 11. And then they have a 405 road game December 12th, which is week 14 at Los Angeles Chargers. Now, of course, weeks five through 18, there is uh, flexible scheduling. So there's always a possibility that the Giants will get flexed into a late game. But um, for the most part, even if that were to happen, not a big deal. I, I think the Giants, you know, for a change, the schedule makers stopped with giving the Giants more primetime games than what I think they the, they have deserved in the past. And they gave them a fair amount. And basically, it's okay, Giants, earn additional ones if, you know, through your play. So I like that about the schedule. The other thing I like about the schedule is where the Giants have their bye week. Now, they have their bye week the week of uh, week number 10, which would be November 14th. Now, to some of you, that might sound like it's kind of late in the season. 
But actually, you know, considering that it's 18 weeks now for the season, it falls right about, I would say, you know, right about the midpoint of the season. So it's a it's a good location. The other thing that I like about it is that it falls in the middle of what I what I consider probably the toughest stretch of the Giants schedule, and that's weeks eight through eleven. During that stretch, the Giants have two Monday night games against last year's Super Bowl teams, Kansas City in week eight on November first, and the Bucks in week 11 on November 22nd. And sandwiched in between there, uh, just before the bye week, is a November 7th game at home against the Raiders. So that four-week stretch is actually not that bad. And it's a critical stretch, actually, because, you know, the Giants... You know, if if you're going to make the playoffs, you want to see how well you do against the best. And until further notice... The Chiefs and the Bucks are, are the best in, in the uh, their respective conferences. So um, it's a nice little stretch for the Giants. It'll be a good test. And, you know, coming up later in the show, I'll, I'll tell you how I broke down the schedule and what I'm forecasting for this um, for this schedule. There's another thing I like about uh, the Giants schedule, and that is that they have a Thursday night game early in the season. Their Thursday night game comes in week two, September 16th, and it's at Washington. Now, again, I'm not a fan of Thursday night football. Yeah, I know. I'm an old cranky, you know what. But the reason why I'm not a fan of Thursday night football is because I don't believe the, the NFL is doing the players any justice in having a game so quickly after a Sunday game. Plus, from a personal standpoint, I think, as you all know, I don't like having to turn around work as quickly. It's like you have to consolidate a whole week's worth of work into one. But anyway, that's besides the point. What I like about the timing of this particular game is that it's early in the season. And by that, um, I mean, okay, the Giants should still have relatively fresh legs at that point in the season. You know, a home game against Denver, like I said, to start the week, the uh, season off. And then they're only basically taking a train ride down I-95 to Landover to play Washington. So it's not a physically taxing game. You know, playing uh, in a football game, as you guys know, it's very demanding physically. But if you're if you're playing a Thursday night game, I think in say week eight, week nine, later on in the season, that's where fatigue can kind of catch up with you a little bit. And I just think that the placement of the Giants week uh, Thursday night game is, is in a good spot. Week two, September sixteenth, and then they have um, a full what ten days before their their next game, which is a home game. Um, against the Atlanta Falcons on the 26th of September. So really uh, like that particular breakdown. Now, um, one other thing I want to mention that I like is that the Giants have three mini segments in their schedule where they're on the road in back-to-back weeks. The first one comes in week four and five where they're at New Orleans on uh, October 3rd, and then they're at Dallas the following week. Now, New Orleans and Dallas aren't that far apart from one another. Um, I think it's a short plane ride. 
I'm kind of curious to see if Joe Judge decides to keep the Giants out there um, in the New Orleans area or maybe even moves them to, who knows, Alabama. Maybe he moves them to Alabama and bases them there. I don't know. But um, the Giants can potentially save themselves some wear and tear with the travel. Now, I know it's not a long plane ride. It's about three and a half hours from Newark to Dallas. So it's not a bad plane ride at all. That being said, remember, we still are in a pandemic. And even though people are starting to get vaccinated and hopefully we're getting, you know, COVID-19 under control, this is an opportunity for the Giants to maybe cut down on, on a back and forth on, on uh, a plane ride. So to me, it would make sense if the Giants decide to kind of stay out there and, um, you know, work out of whether it be out of maybe at LSU or Alabama or wherever they might be able to find a spot. So I'm curious to see if that's what Joe Judge does. The next back to back trip is in December, comes uh, weeks 13 and 14 at Miami and then at Los Angeles. That one that I can't see where the Giants, you know, wouldn't come back to New Jersey after Miami. So we're looking at, um, Again, a, roughly a, a two and a half to three hour flight to Miami. And then you've got that cross country trip to Los Angeles. And I fully expect the Giants to do what they did last year when it came to the West Coast trips, which basically they would leave on Saturday morning as opposed to later in the day Saturday. And then they would just spend Sunday night in the city and then come home on a flight the next day around lunchtime, the local time. So that would be about three o'clock our time, about noon out on the West Coast. So um, that's not too bad either. And then finally, there's one other uh, back-to-back road trip series, and that comes week 16 and 17. And it's not a big deal. We're looking at December 26th, the day after Christmas, the Giants go down to the House of Horrors, otherwise known as Lincoln Financial Field. They take on the Eagles in a one o'clock game. So that's really a bus ride. That's not a big deal. And then uh, the following week, January 2nd, the day after New Year's Day, um, they fly out to Chicago. Again, not a very long trip for the Giants. So overall, the travel schedule in in uh, the 2021 Giants schedule, not that bad. It's not that demanding. It's not... It, to me, it doesn't look like it's going to be very taxing. Now, of course, you know, Joe Judge in, in the press release the Giants put out said that it's all in how you manage it. So I'm sure he's got a plan in place and how he's going to manage the weeks. But overall, there's really no reason for the Giants, I think, to to have any struggles or fatigue outside of, you know, anything normal as the season goes on. So, all right, Giant fans, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the Giants 2021 regular season schedule. Stay with us. What is good, Giants fans? Listen up. Nugenics is the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, and they're offering complimentary bottles to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T. Text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass as well. 
There's a reason that Nugenics has been the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC for years. Simply put, it works. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape absolutely free. Just text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Giant fans. This is Patricia Trainer, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350 350- plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and we are breaking down the New York Giants 2021 schedule. Now, I wrote a piece for Giants Country, and this is not really a piece I like to do. And, and, and the piece, just real quick, is predicting the Giants' one-loss record. I don't usually like to predict one-loss records this early in the year, for numerous reasons. Number one, I don't know what the final rosters are going to look like. Number two, there's injuries and other things that pop up that could potentially influence the outcome of a game. So I like to do my predictions really on a Friday before the game when I have the injury reports, when I know what the personnel looks like, when I've had a chance to look at film and all that good stuff. That said, I know a lot of people like to hear, okay, what do you think? What's your initial reaction? So I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to tell you what my initial reaction is, what my initial prediction is. Just don't hold me to it because um, it is kind of optimistic. I think it's fair and um, it definitely shows improvement and it could potentially put the Giants in a postseason position. So here's what I did in coming up with my one loss record prediction. I divided the Giants' schedule into three segments, weeks 1 through 7, weeks 8 through 11, and weeks 12 through 18. Now, in weeks 1 through 7, that one I have the Giants starting off 3 and 4. I have them winning against Denver, winning against Atlanta in week 3, and beating the Los Angeles Rams in week 6. I have them losing at Washington, losing at New Orleans, losing at Dallas, and losing to Carolina. That game, by the way, was a little bit of a toss-up for me because that one I could see going either way. So anyhow, we have the Giants going three and four. Now, as you guys know, it's not how you start the season, it's how you finish it. And if the Giants finish three and four at that point, I'd be pretty happy. And I'll tell you why. Because in the next uh, four weeks, which includes the bye week, so you have weeks 8, 9, 10 is the bye, and then 11. If the Giants can go 2-1 and over that time period, that's going to tell us a lot about whether this Giant team is potentially playoff bound or if they still have a ways to go. Now, in that time period, remember, you have a Monday nighter, in week eight against the Chiefs, 
You have a home game in week nine against the Raiders, which should be a win. You have the bye week, and then you have a week 11 game at Tampa Bay, also a Monday nighter. I have the Giants going two and one in that stretch. I have them losing to the Chiefs, beating the Raiders, and beating the Bucks. Now, why do I have them beating the Bucks? Because last year I felt the Giants came very close to beating the Bucks. And I see, you know, the Bucks basically brought back the same team that they had last year. You know, they a few new faces here and there and whatnot, but basically the core of that team is still in place. And the Giants very nearly beat them. They they held their own against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. And um I, I really think, you know, what happened there were a few mistakes here and there by the Giants, but you know, hopefully having seen the Bucks now, having played them, and again the Bucks team is pretty much still intact as it was last year, barring injuries of course. I could see the Giants, you know, kind of like, and I made this comparison, it's probably not the best comparison in the world, but it's kind of like back in 2007 when the Giants played the Patriots in the regular season finale, and they held their own, but they lost. And then when they faced the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they were able to correct whatever, you know, deficiencies they had. They also brought out new things that maybe they didn't do in the regular season finale, and they were able to beat them, as we all know. So I kind of see the same situation this year with the Bucks. All right, so if the Giants go 2-1-1 in that stretch, that would give them a 5-5 five and five record. So with uh, seven games remaining. So what do I see then? Okay, so let's look at those last seven games, which, by the way, I have them going four and three. In those last seven games, weeks 12 through 18, the Giants have four games against NFC East opponents. They include two games against the Eagles and one each against Dallas and Washington. As we all know, folks, the way to get into the playoffs is to win your division. You want to win your games against your division opponents. Now, I have the Giants going 3-3 three and three in the NFC East. I don't think the Giants this year are going to sweep any season series, despite the fact in the past they've had Washington's number, despite the fact that the Eagles are an absolute mess. All right, I don't see the Giants sweeping. I see them splitting each of the series with the NFC East teams. So if they go 3-3 three and three in the NFC East, I have them going 9-8 and eight overall. So the wins in that last seven-game period, I have them beating the Eagles at home, losing to the Miami Dolphins and the Chargers. And that Dolphins game, by the way, that can go either way, but... I just figure there's always going to be a game in the schedule where the Giants are supposed to win it and they don't, or they're not supposed to win it and they do. So consider that Miami game one of the games that there's, they probably should win, but I I don't know if they will. I have them losing to the Chargers, which I don't think the Giants have beaten the Chargers. I know the Giants didn't beat the Chargers in all of the Eli Manning era, so it's been at least 16 years since the the Giants beat the Chargers, and I don't see that changing now. I have them winning the Cowboys in Week 15. 
Um, losing to the Eagles at the link because that place is another house of horrors for the Giants. Um, I have them then closing out with two wins against Chicago and Washington. And of course, that Chicago game, let's not forget, um, the Giants are owed Chicago's first rounder and fourth rounder in the 2022 draft. So if the Giants can help that along, I hope they will be motivated to do so. I mean, they should be motivated for all games, but especially for that one. So again, to summarize my prediction for the Giants in 2021, and, and this is a very, very early prediction. Don't hold me to it. I have the Giants going 9-8 overall, 3-3 three and three in the NFC East, and qualifying for a wild card berth. Now, if the Giants don't get a wild card berth, but they still finish 9-8, you know what? I'll take that because that's better than six and ten. That's over. You know, that's a, a one loss record. That's over five hundred. I gotta think ownership would be happy with that. Um, would they be happier with a playoff berth? Absolutely. But um, I don't know necessarily if if uh, a playoff berth is is going to be the make or break point for Dave Gettleman and the team as is. I think if they go 9-8, and eight, they can certainly build off that. You know, remember, the Giants didn't fall apart overnight over the course of one or two seasons back in, you know, the last decade. It took them a few seasons to fall apart. It's going to take them a few seasons to get back on track. And I do think that uh, Joe Judge has them on the fast track to success. All right, Giant fans, you are listening to Locked on Giants, the schedule release show. We are going to take our final break. And when we come back, a few more thoughts on the Giants 2021 schedule. Stay with us. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, regardless of the sport or the major event. Bet online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, offering real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you enter the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your sportsbook expert. Hey, Giant fans, if you haven't tried the all-new Built Bar, you're really missing out. They offer an amazing assortment of flavors, both of the nut and nut-free varieties, which is sure to appease any taste. And can I take a moment to tell you about their new Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar? Folks, this is by far my favorite of Built Bar's selection and a perfect way for me to swap out a meal or if my day is particularly busy and I need a quick bite, tide me over until my next meal. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they really taste like you're eating a candy bar. Except you're not. You're indulging in a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber treat that's great for the keto diet or any diet plan you happen to be on. So head on over to BuiltBar.com today and use the special promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked on Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and we are breaking down the New York Giants schedule. And before uh, I get into segment three here, just a couple of quick notes. Um, the Giants will have rookie minicamp on Friday. So um, right now I am planning tentatively a show for the weekend. I don't know if I'm going to have a show Friday, but I'm definitely planning one for the weekend to kind of wrap things up a little bit. Um, we'll have audio clips and whatnot. I'm also hoping to have one of the players on the show. I'm also planning to have some audio clips um, over the next few shows so I hope you'll enjoy those as well and um, at some point I'm going to get back to you know wrapping up a few things on the draft but that's still to come and we'll probably do you know maybe one more thing on the schedule at some point uh, before we get to the mini camp stuff but a lot of stuff coming up here on the Locked on Giants podcast and I do appreciate the listens and the feedback that I've been getting all right let's uh go back now and uh a few more thoughts on the Giants 2021 schedule and just real quick um the Giants preseason opponents are set there will be two home games, one road game. The two home games are the Jets in week one and the New England Patriots in week three. And then the Giants will go visit the Cleveland Browns in week two on the road. So remember, it's a three-game preseason schedule. We don't have the dates and times of those, so um, that'll probably come out later. I think that's all being worked out right now. So once I have that, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. All right, let's look at um, some facts and figures about the Giants 2021 schedule. Here's a fun fact that I didn't even know. And I, it's interesting because I had studied the Giants history, the early years of the Giants history for my book. But um, this is actually the second time in the Giants 96 year history that they will be playing 17 regular season games. They did so last back in 1930 when they went 13 and four, that was, you know, when the NFL was still kind of in their infancy, the giants at the time, I think were in their sixth year of existence. And, you know, obviously we know that the 17 game schedule is here to stay, but um, I just found that interesting that the giants did play a 17 game schedule uh, earlier on in their history. All right. Um, next fun fact that I, I thought was interesting as I, um, mentioned I think um, a few shows ago the Giants are playing both teams that were in the Super Bowl last year and I couldn't remember the last time that it happened I knew it had happened one other time at least in the Giants history and uh, thanks to the Giants who provided some notes to to uh, the media the last time the Giants played both teams that were in the Super Bowl was during the 2000 season um, that was when they played the St. Louis Rams and Tennessee Titans, the teams that I think were in the, I think they were in the 1999 Super Bowl. Now, of course, in 2000, the Giants went to the Super Bowl. That was Super Bowl 35, and the Giants lost that one to the Baltimore Ravens, the only loss in five appearances that the Giants have in the Super Bowl. All right, now, speaking of Super Bowl champions and whatnot, the Giants are 7-24 and in regular season games against the defending Super Bowl champions and 3-0 and in the postseason. The Giants have lost their eight 
regular season, their last eight regular season games against the defending champions. Um, and most recently, that came in 2019 against New England. Now, remember, in my forecast, I had the Giants beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are the defending Super Bowl champions. So let's see if I'm right. That'll be kind of fun to see and, and revisit if I'm right about that. Um, let's see. The Giants, let's see what else we've got. A historical note here and a very solemn note, uh, and, and I, I took note of this actually when it was announced this morning, when the NFL um, announced um, the week one games, the Giants-Broncos game is, is being played 20 years and one day to the date of not the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Very, you know, I'll never forget that day, folks. I, I remember what I was doing and, and where I was and... and to this day, folks, my heart still bleeds for those who have lost loved ones. And, you know, we'll never forget them. Definitely never forget them. Um, let's see. What other notes can I give you about the Giants' schedule? Um, flex scheduling takes place in weeks 5 through 18. The Giants are also facing three teams that have new head coaches which include Philadelphia, Nick Sirianni, Atlanta, Arthur Smith, and the Chargers, who have Brandon Staley. And, of course, Jason Garrett, offensive coordinator, interviewed for the Chargers head coaching job. Um, and then here's another kind of fun fact that I didn't realize, but uh, I'll just throw it out there for what it's worth. The Giants have now been scheduled to play or, or to close out the regular season at home five years in a row and for the 10th time in the last 11 years. And I didn't know that, actually. It just seemed like every year you knew that the Giants were going to open up at Dallas, and now it's been two years since they've done that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, that that was an interesting fact. And, you know, the Giants, one, one last quick fact, and then we'll call it a show. I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, it just seemed like the Giants always ended up playing Minnesota every year. And this year now, um, or lately, I should say, the Giants have seen both Tampa Bay and Chicago in consecutive years. They're going to play Tampa Bay for the fifth time in a row and Chicago for the fourth in a row. So it's just kind of funny how the schedule works out and how suddenly you have these little mini rivalries, these mini trends and whatnot. But um, it's it's just, you know, it's, it's a good schedule. I, I can't stress that enough. This is a schedule I like. It's, it's the uh, eighth easiest schedule, according to NFL.com, for what that stat is worth. And quite frankly, I'm not sure it's worth anything because teams do change. And, you know, what happened last year really shouldn't be used as a measuring stick for this year. But people still use it because they don't have anything else to go on. So we'll see how the Giants end up doing. And hopefully it will be a successful season. And more importantly, hopefully by the time the season does start, we'll be able to have full capacity at stadiums because as I've said before folks covering the games last year without any fans in the stands it was just a weird feeling it's one that I never want to experience again because your energy when you're in the stands even though we in the media are in the press box which is supposed to be soundproof 
we can feel that energy coming through and it really does make a difference. So I'm really hoping for the fans sake that, um, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic subsides even more to where we can have full stadiums again. All right, Giant fans, that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. I'm Patricia Trana. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for a new episode of Locked on Giants. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.